Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. It is the Joe Pags Show. We've got another big interview coming up for you. It'll be campusreform.org at the bottom of the hour. Always appreciate having the young reporters and correspondents coming on from there. Four great stories that, well, they're great because they're, they're being covered. They're not necessarily great because they're they're great content. It's it's what what nuttiness is going on on campus and, and CRT is involved and free speech is involved and uh, and much much more on a Thursday. Feeling all right? Let's go. Let's have chocolate boys. Seems I got to have a change. No, Mark, no. no, it's not. Actually not. Whatever. The railroad just called and said, please stop. I will never stop. Uh-huh. Follow and say make it happen, too. Appreciate having you here. Somebody locked the door and took the key. Feeling all right on a Thursday. It's almost Friday. The weekend's almost here. I I don't have it in front of me, but I did a TikTok on this earlier with uh, Biden coming out talking about gas prices. And, um... If you're not on TikTok, go check it out. We're almost at 50,000 over there now. Yeah, they still squelch my reach, whatever, but not as much as these other sites do. In fact, the one that I did a little while ago is like 60, 70,000 views now. Uh, go and check that out. But Biden today, and this is the one that's doing very well, and it's at Joe Pags on TikTok, at J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Oh, that's the CCP. That's the Communist Party in China. I can't believe you're giving all your information and your data. It's a Trojan horse. But Carrie, I think people think that I don't know that. Yes, where they keep complaining that I'm on it. there. Yeah, many times, actually. L- let me let me alleviate any stress and pressure people are under over me being on TikTok. Facebook and Twitter and Instagram are all American companies that squelch my reach, steal my data, and censor me. So TikTok is a Chinese company that also steals my data, and that's only the data that I give them, and they decide what my reach is going to be. But I'm getting more reach and more uncensored content on that site than I do from the American sites. Now, so you guys want me to be on, on the big three here that can just shut me down, and they have for years now. Or uh, just so that I can say that I'm not on the CCP one, I knew going in. I actually, between us, I actually did it sort of as as just just a, just one of those things. Eh. Let me, let, let me see how long it's going to take for them to, to get rid of me on TikTok. And they did. They completely suspended me last week. I was banned from TikTok. They took down my everything. And I, and I, I, I went in there and I argued. I didn't argue. I appealed. And then they gave me the, the, the account back. It's like they're still playing games, still trying to figure it out. But do not give me any crap. Do not send me some stupid email about how I shouldn't be on TikTok. I've given you my reasons. And I'm getting more views and more virality on TikTok than I've ever gotten on any other social media site since Parler went down, to be honest. Now, the other site that's doing very well is Getter, G-E-T-T-R.com. Go there and follow me at Joe Talk Show on that one. 
But um, yeah, Joe Biden today, and I don't, again, I don't have the video queued up, but I, it is part of that TikTok that I did, um, said you could save $80 a month if you went to an electric vehicle. You'll save $80 a month in gas. Every American could save $80 a month in gas if they went to an electric vehicle. And my comment was, right, because that $80 is probably less. It's probably going to be huge for your family until you realize you're going to pay thirty dollars to $50,000 for an electric vehicle. I guess the car payments will be higher than $80 a month. And that's going nuts. People are looking, they're viewing that, they're passing it around, they're liking it, whatever. But this is the mentality. He's trying to force you to go to an electric vehicle. Electric vehicle that has to be charged up through electricity that's probably generated by something that's run on fossil fuels. And that's going to help you save money somehow. Unless the government is going to give away electric cars. And don't tell Biden I said that. He might, might try to do it. And then taxes all over it. Unless they're going to give away electric cars, this does not make financial sense. You will be in a much worse financial shape and have a much higher financial burden should you go and buy an electric car to try to save money on gas. Again, maybe I'm not using my brain. And also, to lower gas prices, which, of course, when Donald Trump was the president, he said that he might tap into the strategic reserves, and people gave him a hard time, said that it was a publicity stunt. Biden now has already gone into the reserves once, and now he's making more promises about what to do with that strategic oil reserve. Carrie, if you will. From Fox News, the Biden administration will release one million barrels of oil each day for the next six months from the U.S. Strategic Petroleum Reserve in an effort to combat soaring gasoline prices. Biden formally announced the move at a White House event Thursday afternoon, saying that his plan would release around 180 million additional barrels from the reserve that would leave the already depleted SBR down to around 388 million barrels, the lowest level since March 1984. The White House said ahead of the president's remarks, This record release will provide a historic amount of supply to serve as a bridge until the end of the year when domestic production ramps up. During his speech, Biden also called on Congress to force oil companies to pay fees for unused leases, accusing energy producers of hoarding wells on federal lands. He said companies sitting on unused leases and idle wells will either have to start producing or pay the price for their inaction. The oil and gas industry insists that obtaining a lease is merely the first step in a process that includes permitting and investigating whether there is actually any fossil fuel below the ground to extract. The White House pressure on oil companies over unused leases is being echoed by Democrats in Congress who are pushing the company's CEOs to testify next week. Biden also announced Thursday he would issue a directive to use the Defense Production Act to secure America's supply chains for the critical materials that go into batteries for electric vehicles as part of his plan to reduce America's dependence on fossil fuels. So still attacking fossil fuels while releasing fossil fuels that are supposed to be there. In case we're in case we're somehow attacked or our supply uh, is completely stopped, you know when when Trump was in office, we were producing our own oil a surplus. So much so that we we're a net exporter of oil. We're producing less oil now. That's been proven, even though the the left is lying that we're producing more somehow. We're producing more oil now. Uh, we're producing less, I should say. Now we were producing more then. We had a surplus then. We were actually putting it out in the, on the open market, making money. And we are exporting, which is good for our trade deficit. Now we're just releasing oil from the the strategic. It's strategic, which has a military sensibility to it already. Oil reserve to lower the price so he doesn't look so bad heading into the midterms. And the entire time, the overlording thought process by this administration 
is that we have to get off of our dependency on fossil fuels. There is no reason for that other than they just want to appease the far-left green idiots. They want to appease those who have a hatred for fossil fuels with no real reason. We've got these fossil fuels that are from fossils. It's given to us by God, just like the sun is, just like the wind is. And we could use all those things in conjunction to make ourselves energy independent like we were under Trump. For some reason, they don't want to increase production. They want to say, well, we have to stop relying on it. Why? There's no reason other than Joe Biden is somebody who's compromised by the far left, by the progressives, by the AOC wing of the party. I mean, honestly, there's no reason why we're dealing with this right now. Stopping the Keystone XL pipeline was the chief problem in what made the prices go up a dollar a gallon before Russia did anything in Ukraine. Yet they'll lie and say Russia did it or Putin did it. It's just not true. So, simple question for you. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Simple question. Are you okay with him releasing, what is it, a million barrels a day or something? Yes. A million barrels a day for what, the next six, six months? months. Mm-hmm. Huh, six months will get us just about to the, the, the midterms. That's weird. Um, so, are you okay with him releasing that from our strategic supply of oil? I mean, leaving it lower than we've seen, a lower level than we've seen since the 80s. Are you okay with that? Does that make sense to you? And if you're thinking in the short term, well, I'm going to pay less for gas, so I'm happy about that. Well, that's not a good enough reason. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. We're coming right back. Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. You talk about gas prices. You talk about policy from this uh, this president, this administration. When it comes to oil and energy and reserves and so on, it's going to get people to call in. Paul, Wyoming, what's going on? Hi. Oh, man, you're just driving me nuts, Joe. You're going to drive me to drinking. I don't want you to drink. Lord. Stop it. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't drink and drunk call me. What are you doing? No, um, no. When uh, you started talking about uh, how Biden's talking about uh, buying an electric car and, and save what thirty bucks a month or Eight, whatever. Eighty, yeah. My mom just moved, bought a total electric house. She can't even afford to heat it. I, I can heat my house with uh, natural gas for half of what she's paying. I finally talked her into buying a. a pellet stove and that makes it bearable so where 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 do we find these people uh well where we find them is in the far left wing of the party uh, in new york city (laughs) in la you're not finding them in wyoming you're not finding them in texas you're finding people who are completely out of their minds invading us (laughs) 
Well, they are, and they're not paying for their own for their own oil and gas. We're paying for it. Yeah. We, we drive Joe Biden no, around. We drive last AOC around. Last time I talked to you, you were on the the deal about uh, people bringing their politics with them, and and I called in about Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I um, about give Polo a heart attack. I because he was heavy on the the mute button. But <laughs> okay. No, I, I just and and so he's going to open up the the uh, petroleum reserve, which there's one right here in Wyoming, just uh, 50 miles from me, and he's going to save us 30 bucks a, or 30 cents a gallon. Right. And then he's going to use it all. Hey, Paulie's going to use it all. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks for calling in. Uh, he's going to use it all, and then he's going to say, well, we're out of the oil reserves, and we're not getting more oil from Russia because they're bad. We're not going to get any more oil from Venezuela. They're bad. We're not going to let the oil companies drill anywhere. They're bad. We're not going to uh, fill, uh, refill the strategic returns. Oh, damn. I guess you're going to have to walk there, ride a bike, or get an electric car. That's th- this is. The, I'm telling you, that's the plan. Let's just use it all up. And then when we're out of the oil reserves, suddenly we have no, no place to replenish them or no, no way to replenish them. And then what do we do? Back at it, going to be Oklahoma City and Brent. Brent, what's going on? Hi. Hey, I was calling in about the, using our strategic reserves. Here we are on the brink of World War III, and we're going to waste our strategic reserves. And, and when Oklahoma, Texas, and all these states here, we can produce all the oil we need. This is ridiculous. Uh, Trump filled them back up, and now he's going to empty them out. No, it's exactly right, and, and it's what I just said. I mean, he doesn't have a problem emptying them out because, oh, darn it, we don't have fossil fuels for you to use. You better do something else. Now, my wonderment, and it was it would have to be my having the governors on from these states, but my wonderment is can Wyoming's governor say, we're going to keep on drilling and get our own reserves? Can Texas say, we'll get our own strategic reserves? We've got plenty of, uh, of resources here. Can we really sit sit by and watch this guy burn through the oil reserves in an effort to help the midterms lower gas prices temporarily, and then in an effort to get rid of fossil fuels completely. Back at it, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. It's going to be DK in Minnesota. DK, what's going on? Hi. Mr. Pags, I don't care what anybody says about you. You're an awesome guy. Thank you. A lot of people say I'm not. I appreciate that, though. (laughs) You've inspired me to become a delegate. I uh, was just elected this last weekend for Congrats. a big major district in Minnesota here. So I appreciate that. So I feel like I'm doing something. Uh, just going over to the strategic oil reserve. If we get attacked by another country and if we have a lot of equipment that needs fuel, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but do we not need this oil reserve so we can actually operate our own equipment and defend ourselves? Of course we do. That's what it's It's actually an oil. It's actually a strategic oil reserve. Imagine that. <laughs> Yeah, incredible. The stupidity of this administration does not cease to amaze me. Uh, Unbelievable. Well, they're very, listen, congratulations on being a delegate. They're very, very disconnected from reality. And what I mean by that is you've got a guy who for 50 years of his life has been driven around in politics in some vehicle provided by us. That's exactly what it is that... That, that we're seeing. AOC with her $169,000 a year in salary from us gets driven around in a nice SUV on us. She complains that the world's going to end in 11 years and she's, of course, full of it. Then Biden, he's been driven around his entire life. He's out there making corrupt deals with different countries during his entire career and he's the one who's going to make us get off of fossil fuels. John Kerry, who's a very rich guy, John Kerry, very rich guy, flying around in his private jet, flying in his, his hairdresser to do his hair for $4,000. These are disconnected people 
who think that they're the bosses of us. And, and unfortunately, with him occupying the White House, he's got a lot of power. But to release the oil reserves and to see the gas price go down a little bit before the midterms is, is not anything that makes me feel better, knowing that if we don't have the reserves, we're in big trouble. Then they're going to force us, through lack of supply, to go, to go all green, which doesn't make sense. It should be a combination of all energy sources that are available to us. Going to be Mark in California. Mark, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Um, my whole life I heard that referred to as our military strategic reserves. Right. Okay, and last time I checked, it was paid for by taxpayer dollars. Yes. And it's for use for our military, and that's not Joe's little private slush fund to play willy-nilly with for elections. Okay, this is a bologna sandwich. You know it. We all know it. And it's just politics as usual from the Biden cram family. I'm with you. I hear you. I appreciate you. Paul, Minnesota, talk to me. Hey, I totally agree with uh, with the last three, four callers, you know, and that's what I was getting at, too. Um, you're, I, I really don't know what to say what's really going on because it's it's such a, uh, a beep show. <laughs> it's a beep show. You, know, you censored um, yourself. I appreciate they're, they're, that. Oh, yep. All right, Paul, thanks. I appreciate it. Paul is ready on the button over there. I see him ready on the button every call because you never know. When it comes to gas prices, our own financial status, our family getting from point A to point B and our being able to pay for a tank of gas, people get pretty riled up, and I appreciate that. You should get riled up because you're now seeing, listen, there are some of you who are calling and probably voted for Joe Biden because of those mean tweets and Trump wasn't quote-unquote presidential. What you're getting out of Joe Biden is is a guy who doesn't really care about the little guy. He has crowned himself a monarch a long time ago, a long time ago, and he doesn't really care what sort of pain we go through because it's not pain he and his family ever will have to go through because of the status he's put himself in in life. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello to I've got maybe a minute for you, but it's all yours. What's happening, uh, Michael, Oklahoma City? Uh, Joe, you and the callers are exactly right. Strategic reserve not only means in, means in case of military emergency, any emergency. Biden's cutting the sports on our safety net. He's trying to blackmail oil companies into more production, which they will not do. So after the reserve is depleted to a dangerous level, the oil companies have not increased production. Then we're sitting ducks. It's true. And, and it is a premeditated, as you pointed out, malicious intent to bring us under the green control Take away our freedoms. It's it's absolutely deliberate, Joe. And the thing is, he's doing it now before Congress turns over. Congress will probably turn over next year, both the House and the Senate, to Republicans. So he's got to do it now because they'll have the ability to stop him. They'll have the, the ability to stop all this ridiculous legislation. They can do everything they possibly can cram down between now and the end of the year. Because remember, even though the election's in November, they can still do things until until December 31st. And I think Congress actually takes office like on the 3rd of January, something like that. The president, that's the 20th. But um, the president isn't up for, for grabs this time. So you've got to turn over Congress. You've got to stop this out of control um, move by Biden and the green wing of the Democrat Party to change everything we know life is about. And there's no real reason for it. This whole green deal is about money. It's about power. It's about control. It's not about saving the environment. Keep it here. Coming back with campus reform. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really uh, great to have a young correspondent, this time an intern from CampusReform.org, a great website I go to every day. CampusReform.org, go there, check out these great stories these uh, these young people do. It's Gianfranco um, Bravo. Gianfranco, good to see you. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing well, Joe. Good to see you, too. Thanks for having me. So uh, um, I, I said go Gators, but you're like, well, not anymore. But you are a recent graduate from University of Florida. Yeah, that's right. I graduated this December with a bachelor's in political science and a minor in mass communications. Nice. All right. So now you can communicate about political science. I like that. That's good. That's what we're we're doing right now, as a matter of fact. So uh, tell me about your college experience. Being in Florida, one would assume that it was more free, more liberated than maybe you might get in Washington, D.C. or New York City or Chicago. Um, Was it like that or not? Because there's still a lot of lefties on campus at at, uh, University of Florida. Yeah, it's still... uh pretty liberal at the University of Florida, especially recently. Um, my I used to be part of the TPUSA chapter, and recently they hosted an event and just had their signs torn down. And over the course of my experience uh, working for TPUSA and tabling, um, they've torn down, uh, not, not torn down, um, they've have uh, heckled us, gave yeah. us looks, and, and you and it's a lot of liberalism over at, at the University of Florida. John Franco, why is that? I mean, why can't they just have somebody with a different opinion, have a conversation, have a debate, mix it up a little bit? Why do you got to tear stuff down and say that you guys are somehow the Nazis or the fascists if you decide that that you come down at a different angle on a story? Have you ever had a conversation one-on-one with a liberal friend who says, well, here's why I think this, and didn't go all crazy on you? Um, not very often, actually. Yeah. Like, you, you, they would look at you like you're insane for thinking completely different from them and then immediately they're like but why do you think this way why why are you supporting this this is terrible yada 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 and it's just like well we can both uh have our beliefs and be respectful about it but then they immediately spout off against you and it's pretty upsetting to see do you think it's a service of the indoctrination that they're getting or do they truly did they truly go in and examine the topic and say here's why i believe this I feel like many times those who are on the radical left who hate anybody who doesn't agree with them are there because it's a mindset that they've been sort of inundated with over the years. They never really saw the other side even, just they really, really believe what they were told. Right. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of like feelings over facts. Many yeah. times they have no way to like cite their information that they get. And if they just disagree, then that's, the, that's it. It's the end-all be-all for them. And it's it's no fun arguing with them if that's their only means of advancing their idea or their story and all that. It's Gianfranco Brock, uh, Bravo. He is an intern over at CampusReform.org. Go to that website every day. Check out the amazing stories that he and his uh, and his counterparts there all get done for you. Let's get into the stories today. Socialist students blame campus reform. You guys. For uh, Karl Marx's name being removed from the library room, I'm not sure why the name was ever up in the library room, but fill me in on this. So yeah, essentially Campus Reform reported uh, that the University of Florida's Library West has a group study room named after Karl Marx. Now, Library West has a bunch of uh, study rooms named after prominent figures in history, but Karl Marx, are you kidding me? Right. And so after we reported on that, they they took down the name of the room, and then as a result of that, we have the Young Democratic Socialists of America now protesting and petitioning that the room's name be reinstated. That's absolutely crazy. 
Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense, but of course, they're the, socially, the, the socialist organization, that's what Karl Marx was, was pushing. Um, I'm not really sure I understand why they think if, they just, if they're the squeaky wheel, they're going to always get the grease. I mean, at some point, you have to say, this is right, this is wrong, this is a free and liberated country, and we believe in capitalism, not Marxism, not socialism. Maybe we shouldn't be holding that guy up on high, who, whose ideology ended up in the deaths of a lot of people, millions uh, over the decades. I mean, do they just not see that angle? They just say, hey, he's our guy, and we want him up? there yeah pretty much i mean joe my family is cuban i my father and my grandfather both lived in cuba and i and they've told me what communism did to their country they told me what uh, how it was before and after and i've been to cuba myself it's not pretty as you is not as pretty as many people make it out to be and it's crazy because the university of florida they get a lot of international students from all different parts of the world i have friends from croatia slovenia uh, bosnia russia bulgaria all these different countries that many students actually know or through their families or through their personal experiences what communism has done to them and the fact that we're promoting this ideology and celebrating this is is just asinine it's true. You know, if uh, if you wanted to find out what socialism or Marxism or communism really does, talk to somebody who's lived there. Don't just tell me about what you think it does and why you would want it here. It's John Franco Bravo. He is an intern over at Campus Reform. Go to campusreform.org every day. Uh, DeSantis declared that the winner of that 500-meter race or the 500-yard freestyle race uh, for the NCAA championship in the pool was not, in fact, Leah Thomas. He says it was somebody else. Fill me in. Yeah, and I'm really happy that my governor, Ron DeSantis, did this. Uh, so essentially, uh, Emma Wayant, who's a swimmer for the University of Virginia, is actually a Florida native uh, and an Olympic silver medalist. And she lost to Leah Thomas, who is obviously a dude, uh, a man, and by 1.75 seconds. And and although that doesn't seem like a lot, it's 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 significant in the in the realm of swimming. And so Governor DeSantis knowing that um, there's differences between men and women, rightfully claim that Emma is the true winner of the NCAA 500-yard freestyle. And she's from Florida. I think she's from Sarasota. She's from Florida. And, yeah, Leah Thomas was William Thomas for uh, every year of his life until, like, uh, two or three years ago. Swam as a male um, in the men's swimming team at UPenn. Is a male who now says he's female. And nobody wants to stand up who's an authority at the NCAA to say, hey, you can't swim against women who are a foot shorter than you, have less lung capacity and heart capacity as you, and have less musculature than you. They're just letting this person do it, and DeSantis steps up and says, no, without this ridiculousness, Emma would have won the race, therefore she should get the, the recognition for winning the race. It's really not radical. What he says isn't radical. What Leah Thomas is doing is radical, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, there's significant biological differences that Thomas has been exposed with throughout his entire life. Now, imagine if LeBron James just decided to play in the WNBA because he now feels like he's a woman and just starts dunking and dominating on the court. It's absolutely unfair. And then Florida has passed a bill uh, to separate men and women's sports to create to stop uh, these instances from coming up. And it's ninth grade biology. Like everybody knows how the how a man develops and how a woman develops from high school. So it's crazy to me that the NCAA is still promulgating this as completely normal when it's absolutely not. And, and the, the thing about the the comparison you just made with LeBron James, it's a thousand percent true. And all he has to do is say, "I am now a woman." Doesn't have to do anything else. Just say, 
Here I am, 6'8", 275, and I'm a woman now, and there's nothing you can do about it. That, of course, would be ridiculous. It's John Franco Bravo. He is an intern over at CampusReform.org. Columbia Health Policy student calls for um, critical race theory in medical school curriculum. Uh, of course, that would be important. <laughs> Fill me in on this. Right. So this student, a graduate student at Columbia Med School, has published an op-ed uh, stating that medical school needs critical race theory uh, implemented in the curriculum, even though she even acknowledges that um, it has nothing to do with medicine. And I completely agree. It has absolutely nothing to do with medicine. And she talks about how she's been taught that um, there's certain things in the medical scheme that need to be calculated with race. And in, I think it's asinine because I don't want to be uh, be treated differently just because of my race. I'm Hispanic. So what, are you going to treat me differently because I'm Hispanic compared to a white guy or an Asian? No, you shouldn't. Medicine should be the same all around. You know, you couldn't be more correct. I mean, the thing with critical race theory is if you peel back all the layers, the bottom line is this. Allegedly, white people created the concept of race so we could oppress everybody. And that doesn't make any sense. That's just dumb. Um, and the idea that you can, in education, somehow separate how you treat somebody or grade somebody or react to somebody um, is is what you can base on race or ancestral background or, or coarseness of, of hair or skin, that doesn't make any sense. And in America, that's actually against what equal opportunity is supposed to be all about. The idea that CRT would be anywhere other than a concept that you can read about that will never be included in education is a ridiculous idea. And especially with medical school. I mean, how does that even play a role? So if I'm a doctor, I get to decide by your race, okay, you're Hispanic. I'll take you, but I won't take the white guy or I won't take the black the black lady. That doesn't make any sense. Teach biology, teach how to heal people, and then send them out to go do so. I mean, that's really what it should be, shouldn't it? Yeah, right. Like, you would expect that the curriculum should be focusing on virology, anatomy, organic chemistry, etc., instead of uh, taking time away from these students to focus on those topics and focus on the topic of race. And considering that medicine is a field of science, you would expect it to understand science in the sense that science says that race is not a biological construct, but rather a social one. So to continue to promulgate this is crazy. And then campus reform has reported many instances that of this happening. It's not only in Columbia, but Boston University, we've recently reported that they're now adopting DEI inclusive language in their medical system. Like, what, why do we need to fix the language in the medical system? It should all be scientifically based. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be based on feelings and whatnot. It, it should, I want my doctor to treat me with the best quality of medicine and apply that for everybody equally. Well, well, we're talking about the ideology that believes that Leah Thomas is a woman. So, I mean, I think that's what we're dealing with here. It's John Franco Bravo. He's an intern over at CampusReform.org. We've got one last story. Lawmaker discusses his pro-free or free speech bill to improve students' experience at public universities. So somebody's actually doing something that would be for free speech or no? Yeah, that's right, Joe. Um, so essentially, Chad Caldwell is a step, state representative for Oklahoma, and he's proposing a bill to set up a free speech committee to kind of review First Amendment violations in colleges all across Oklahoma. Now, it's, it seems to me that it's not right that we should be proposing bills because shouldn't the First Amendment be protecting our right to free speech? It, it, it's tragic that that's the situation we're in today. So the fact that we have to deal with um, violations of First Amendment rights to protect students, faculty, and teachers um, to be punished for what they say 
It's, it's really sad, honestly. Well, it is because you're right. Free speech should be something that's given and understood. Um, it, it got really weird when they started having free speech zones on college campuses, which was like a four-by-four four square that you could stand in and hand out a pamphlet or something that had the Constitution in it. Um, the idea that you've got to re-legislate free speech just doesn't make any sense. Um, but that's where we are. You're right. I mean, I, I'm with you on the concept. Why do something, pass a measure that reinforces something we should already be doing? But because it's under attack so hard, I guess that's why that's why the, he he decided to do this. I would rather opt the way that you're saying, have him go out there and make the speech saying, hey, we've got free speech rights, and the fact that you're restricting it is against the Constitution. We'll start levying fines on you if you don't leave people alone. That probably would make more sense. Yeah, I would, I would, I would completely agree. But sadly, um, it's just that colleges are making it increasingly difficult for people to speak freely on campus. So, like, they've adopted uh, different language guides. For example, uh, campus reformers reported that FIU is just like saying that you can't say wife or husband. Instead, you'd rather be partner. You want inclusive language, like you said, the free speech zones, and there, and then they'll double down on punishments for students for speaking out. Campus Reform has also reported that, like, at Emerson College, that they kicked off or, yeah, they kicked off a TPUSA group for speaking out uh, against the CCP, and it shouldn't be that way. And that's wow. why we're going to have to reinforce um, a, lot of free, uh, a lot of the First Amendment be- with other legislation because otherwise they're just going to run roughshod. I want to make sure that I, that I heard you right, John Franco. The, the campus got mad at a TPUSA outlet because they dared – complain about the Chinese Communist Party that that right, was camp- that's they couldn't do that that's absolutely right last year Emerson College uh, was it was reported by campus reform that a TPUSA uh, club uh, was suspended for speaking against the CCP stunning simply stunning John Franco Bravo he's an intern over at campusreform.org go to that website every day like I do do you want to put out any social media anything like that yeah you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at gbravo 117. G Bravo 117. Well, G Bravo, I appreciate you, brother. Really good job today. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thank you for having me, Joe. All right, you bet. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. Not a whole lot of time left. Time for a phone call or two, maybe a quick hit, and then we'll get some pop culture in here as well. Thanks a lot for being here. It's the Joe Pag Show. Let me remind you about uh, Eden Pure. Eden Pure has the, the Thunderstorm air purifier, and a lot of people have been asking me about this, and for good reason. They really work very, very well. They've got something called their Proven Oxy Technology. And it quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. Freshens your home, too. Gets rid of any odor, like litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, any sort of smell that you've got in the house. You, you bring this in there, it's going to handle it. Over 200,000 thunderstorms sold so far, so you know that it works. And right now, they're offering a great deal, because you listen to my program, on their three-pack of thunderstorms. Never breathe dirty air again. No filters to buy. It doesn't take up any floor space. You just plug it right into the wall, and it's nearly silent. It's great for use even in the bedroom. 
wherever you want to put it, it's going to work out for you. It's working out very well in our house. We've got a couple of these units. We've got them uh, in places where we needed some help, and they're helping out a lot. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, EdenPureDeals.com. Get their three-pack and save $200 by using my discount code PAGS3. EdenPureDeals.com, E-D-E-N-P-U-R-E-D-E-A-L-S.com. Discount code PAGS. Save $200 right now. Shipping is free as well. I carry there's there's always some continuing thing going on in the saga that is the Joe Rogan Spotify story. What's the latest here? Because I what he what I think he said to me sounds like that's exactly what they want him to do, and I don't think that he should be threatening this. What, what have you got from the Blaze podcast? Giant Joe Rogan said he would quit Spotify if he were forced to walk on eggshells to avoid making more controversial comments. Rogan made the comments on his recent podcast episode with mixed martial arts fighter Josh Barnett. If I become something different because it grew bigger, I'll quit, said Rogan. I will quit if it gets to a point that I can't do it anymore, where I have to do it in some sort of weird way, where I walk on eggshells and mind my P's and Q's. Bleep that, Rogan added. Quitting Spotify would put into jeopardy a deal between the incredibly popular podcaster and the online streaming service that was initially reported to be worth $100 million, but has since been revised to an estimate of over $200 million. Spotify has been hit with employee complaints and protests over comments from Rogan they found to be politically incorrect and inappropriate. Among those are comments he's made refuting arguments made by transgender activists and their supporters. I mean, the saga is very dumb, but Joe Rogan's a pretty smart guy. And I don't know if he's got something else working that, that he's working on. But bottom line is this. If he were to get up and quit because of this pressure that he's getting from the employees and other naysayers, then they would actually get what they were asking for. And I don't think that he would do that to help them out. So either he's got something else going on or he's making this threat to tell to, to force Spotify to tell their employees, hey, knock it off. I mean, I, I don't know. But I, I think making this threat is not something that the Spotify employees would be mad at. They'd love to see him leave. All right, let's do some pop culture. Pop! Dirty pop. Hi, Paula. What's going on, man? So have you seen this new twist in this Will Smith story? I've not seen a new twist. No, what's up? Okay, so TMZ is reporting that apparently, I guess, sources that with direct knowledge who were present are claiming that Will Smith was never asked to leave the Oscars after he slapped Chris Rock. Well, then why are they reporting that, that he was? Is the Oscars trying to save face, you think? Maybe, because they're even saying that the producer of the show told him that he could stay. Wow. So, See, I mean, we should get, just give us the truth. Yeah. Uh, you know, enough. We're hearing all the different mechanisms, uh, the, the different versions of what might might not have gone down. Just tell us. We're all pretty interested. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.